Hey, I'm Bex, and this is Fun Kids Meets, the podcast where we meet your heroes. Now, I recently caught up with author L.D. Lipinski to chat all about their brand new book, Jamie. This is a book all about standing up for what you believe in and coming together to support people who need it. Author L.D. Lipinski, you may Hi. know already. Hi. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was so excited there. And I'm so of course, excited. I love it. We may know you from Strange Worlds Travel Agency, but now we've got a brand new book. We've got Jamie in the world. Uh, tell us a little bit about lovely Jamie. So Jamie is uh, a perfectly happy, ordinary kid who's in year six. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a deviation from Strange Worlds because I've mm. gone from sort of magical worlds to the real world. Uh, so yep, they're in year six and they go to this meeting about what's going to happen when they go for year seven and they're doing all the school transfer stuff. And they find out that their school choices for year seven are going to be split. There's going to be a school for boys and there's going to be a school for girls. And Jamie is a non-binary kid. They're not a boy or a girl. And nobody's thought about which school they're going to go to. And to make matters even worse, Jamie's got two best friends, which isn't the worst bit. That's an amazing bit. (laughs) But one of their best friends is a girl, Daisy. She's going to the girls' school. The other one, Ash, has chosen to go to the boys' school. So whichever school Jamie chooses, they're going to end up losing touch with one of their very best friends. Yeah, I mean, this is a big moment in anybody's life, right? When you have to go to secondary school and it is trickier for Jamie. And um, it is, yeah, it's worth pointing out as well that for the whole friendship group, it's really hard, right? Because they're going to be split up no matter what. It is. And they've been, they're the kind of trio who've been together since they were in nappies. You know, they've always been the three of them. One of their mums calls them the Bermuda Triangle because they're a bit notorious and things tend to go a little bit wrong when they're around. But they really are like ride or die friends forever. And the news that one of them is going to end up on their own, no matter what happens, is, is really upsetting for all of them. Yeah, it, it, oh, it is really tough. I remember doing that that thing at school where you had to pick your next school and it was really hard. And of course, for Jamie, it is even tougher. But Jamie and and their friends are so amazing together and they kind of come together and there is joy in the book as well, right? Oh, so much so, yeah, definitely. So when Jamie's friends, Daisy and Ash, find out about uh, the fact that no one's considered where Jamie's going to go, they decide they're going to try and do something about it because kids are so much better than grown-ups at taking a stand and trying to get things fixed and, you know, making a difference in the world. As we all know, grown-ups don't always listen as much as we probably should. (laughs) So, yeah, so the three of them set out to raise awareness and to get people to to recognise the fact that, you know, the, these split schools aren't just hurting um, non-binary kids, but, you know, they're splitting up friendships. And they they start a, a poster campaign in school to raise awareness and they wallpaper a library from floor to ceiling and they get into trouble about it. But things don't stop there. <laughs> I know. I don't want to ruin it too much, but there is uh, there is an incredible scene in the book, which... I noticed on Twitter the other day, uh, the I didn't realise the drawing on the cover of the book is a real place. It is, yeah. So I don't think it's a spoiler because it is on the cover. Their awareness campaign eventually becomes a rooftop protest on top of the council house in Nottingham, which is a real place. And the cover, which is illustrated by Harry Woodgate, fits absolutely perfectly with the real council house in Nottingham. You can line the building up with the book absolutely perfectly. So yeah, it's... It's almost um, surreal seeing it just there fitting absolutely perfectly, even though the characters do look like giants when you hold the book up. (laughs) Oh, but it was really satisfying to see your picture, though, in the comparison. It all fitted together. It was like a perfect jigsaw puzzle. 
It is, yeah. I mean, Harry is an absolutely wonderful illustrator, and I'm so thrilled that um, that Harry and Sam chose that scene to go on the cover because it is a real moment of celebration. It starts off as a protest, you know, they're up on the roof waving this flag, you know, trying to raise awareness, and eventually people join them and come together, and this protest becomes a party of celebrating people, be just being thrilled about who they are and who their friends are. It's it's so lovely. And yeah, like you say, that party, that celebration, uh, the joy, was that important to you to put into the book? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It is a book of joy and happiness and celebration, ultimately. You know, I think we can all think of a time where we feel like we've been left out or no one's thought about us in, in any sort of circumstance. I think we've all sat there and gone, oh, hang mm. on, what about me? But also, I think we, you know, a lot of us are so, so lucky with our friendships and we do want to celebrate our friends and things that make them unique. We want to be there for them. Having that just pure joy celebration felt really, really natural to put in because these are just such wonderful characters to write and and great fun. I wish they were my friends. And the whole family, Jamie's family are great as well, I think. Um, And also you put in some definitions of kind of tricky words every so often. Was Was that to help you or was that to help the reader? A little bit of both, actually. Um, it's not written like a dictionary or an encyclopedia or anything like that. Uh, Jamie's a very precocious kid, and they they know a lot. They spend mm-hmm. a lot of time online. They've done they've done their research, and sometimes they say things um, and come out with words that readers might not necessarily be familiar with. So they, in their words, in their eleven year old voice, have these little definitions at the end of each chapter, just to explain things that they might have gone into detail about that might be a little bit confusing. But it's definitely not written to be a sort of how-to guide or anything like that. It's just Jamie explaining themselves. And it is written from their voice. So there'll be these little inserts of, personally, I feel like this, (laughs) because that's how they feel. Yeah, I thought that was great. I really needed that as well. It was it was awesome. Tell me, what reaction have you had to the book as well? You must have had lots of people being just thrilled that it's out there in the world. Oh, it's been absolutely gorgeous. It's been really, really brilliant. I've had some amazing chats um, from young people and also teachers and librarians who have read the book and are just thrilled that it's out there now uh, for anyone to pick up and, and experience this like little burst of, of joy and celebration. So yeah, it's been really, really lovely. Oh, amazing. And will, will we be seeing them again? Will Jamie be out in the world? I would love them to be out in the world again. I think, however, after their adventures in this first one, they might need a couple of years to recuperate. (laughs) Ask me again in a couple of years. Um, I do have another book out this year, but uh, it's going to be completely different characters. It's going to be another standalone. I mean, I know we're here for Jamie, but I just need to tell the listeners, uh, give us a little sneaky teaser of your new book as well. Uh, so this is out in October and it's called Stepfather Christmas and it's about a girl called Harper who suspects that her mum's new boyfriend might possibly be Santa Claus. <gasps> I absolutely can't wait for it. Uh, right, well, well, hopefully we'll have you in the studio to chat about that book as well. But in the meantime, uh, Jamie is out right now. The, the cover is incredible. You can't miss it. And the story is brilliant. Uh, LD, thank you for telling us all about it. Thank you so much for having me. That was LD Lipinski. Oh my goodness, I love chatting all about Jamie. That's such a brilliant book. And it was so good to just read just a heartwarming adventure, basically. Now, if you love this podcast, remember to listen to Bookworms for new book releases and all of the interviews with your favourite authors. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. 
Hi Gems, I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.